So I've just found old letters that we used to write to each other. And this is like ultimate cheese. Check this out. <clears throat> Dearest beloved, I am here writing at twilight to please your delicate heart. I have been suddenly awoken by a dream, a terrible nightmare of which I would never want to see again. In the dream, we were separated, unable to see each other or even touch each other. Then when I woke up, I realised that it wasn't a dream. <laughs> is that what I think it is? This is one of your letters. Yeah, I've just been searching through some of the letters. Right <laughs> Don't even. It's hilarious. Yeah, you can use it another time. Thank you. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Well, okay, well, I've swept up some absolutely wondrous, wondrous letters from the past that helped us get through long-distance relationship. Um, maybe I'll be allowed to continue reading that later on. Let's see. Anyway, it's Sammy and Matt here. And you're listening to The Bed Talks Podcast. And it's all about long distance relationships, the struggles that we went through and some of the things that we did to, to get over them and to stay strong in them. And hence the, hence the name Square Ride in Love, because we spent a lot of time looking at screens, <laughs> talking to each other, texting each other, whatever it was. So Square Ride in Love. Let's oh, do it. Everybody Square Ride. Sorry. Is that Ellie Golding? It is. It was. You yes. hate Ellie Golding. I know. Well, no, don't say that. Sorry. I love her. No, Ellie Golding, she loves you. <laughs> Come on. Every time she, a song of hers comes on, you're like, oh. Oh. I'm like, yeah, no. this is banging tune. She's I like, know. Oh. I know. All right. Let's crack on. So, triple Q's today. Quick fire question time. Indeed. Is Can we're going to try and estimate the distance between the households that we used to live in when it was kind of long distance relationship. So the first one was between oh. London and Sirencester. What's your okay. guess? Okay, I don't know what to guess. You should go first. I don't want to no, sound stupid. No, because I need stupid. to search it on Google. So you need to no, but it. you need to have your guess first and then I'll kind of base it no, off your... No, I'm planning on searching it first. No, come on. You have to just <laughs> okay, do it. Okay, I'm going to say 123 miles. Okay, and I'll probably say 123 miles point five. No, you can't do that. Come on. <laughs> go and just search it. I'll set my answer. Okay... The distance. How do you even see distance? So I don't on really Google? do measurements unless it's baking. Ninety-one okay. miles. Oh, we're way so above. So I won. Because <laughs> mine was closest. Because you went above. Yes. Okay. Second distance okay. is from when way I was off. in Sirencester and you were in Scotland. In Scotland. Oh yeah. What's the distance there? Then? Oh my word! I don't even know. Like. You go first this time. Six hundred miles. Five hundred okay. miles. I'm going five. I'm going four hundred and ninety. I'll go five oh one or something. Okay, already. I'm not one. The distance is four hundred and seventy eight miles. Hey, that's so that's okay. Two 0 Matt. Just saying. I will walk five hundred miles. No, not really. One more. <laughs> okay, well. How about we didn't have we didn't actually live in this distance? Oh, actually no. Let's go Aviemore to the west coast where I was, Fort William. Okay. Ooh, Do you want me to guess first this time? Yeah. I will guess it's like a two-hour drive, pretty slow. So I'm going to guess 100 miles. 101. Yeah. 
Maybe I should start going 101 lower. 101 you've gone for. Maybe I should go for lower. 63 miles. Oh, 3 now to Matt. That's <laughs> because I don't do measurements. I said this already. Okay, finally, uh, Philippines and England. Oh, London to Manila. You know, have fun. What, what is are it? What are you saying? I don't know. What are you saying? 20,000 miles. 20,000 miles. I'm going to say... You're just going to make me look stupid. Why? <laughs> I don't know how far it is. Let's say 2,030 oh, miles. 2,000 miles. And you've gone 20,000. Oh, this isn't even like... It's showing me how stupid oh, I, I am. I can't find the way, guys. Unless you walk. Oh. You can find the way if you're walking. Why would Wait, I as I load that? this up, do you want to... No. Oh, here you go. Whoa. If you walk, it's 11,000 miles. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. Does that mean I win? What did I say? 2,000. You said 20. Yeah. I win. Well, you're 9,000 off and I am also 9,000 off. <laughs> no, I think you do win just by like 100 or something. I Good win. effort. Well played. Yes. Okay. That's a bit of fun. Let's crack on. So. You might have got the gist of oh, this. Long distance relationships. Yes. This topic. There were some struggles. There are a lot of struggles. This probably culminated to be the hardest time of our relationship. Yeah. And um, we're going to talk about agree. some of the struggles that coincided with that. Some of the things that happened and some of the things that we did as a couple to try and get over them mm -hmm. and stay strong and stay happy. And it's quite a lot that we demanded of each other, wasn't there? What was the hardest thing, do you think? Yeah. What was the hardest thing about long distance relationship? Well, I would say the jealousy Okay. The J word, the jealousy. <laughs> the J word. Because long distance relationship in the name already means you're far away from each other. And having that and always thinking, who else are they with it's if like it's a lack not of knowing, me? Yeah. It? I remember just thinking, looking at like Facebook posts where you see um, your partner with maybe someone else um, doing fun stuff and like... Is that saying a picture shows a thousand words where you're like, you know, I can see this picture and in my head I'm, there's a thousand and thousands of words going through of what they could be doing or what they could be talking about or what they could be, yeah, experiencing. And actually, because you're not there, you, you take things out of context mm -hmm. and then you start internally just being like asking all these questions like, oh my goodness. And all these questions creep in yeah. where you're like, oh, and then, yeah, and then this jealousy feeling just spikes from within you, eh? It's, it's like, really, really hard to get rid of as well, because even yeah. though you say you trust him and you trust, some, you know, you trust your partner, there's always going to be that back of your head doubt. What if, you know, they just yeah. have a connection or something and I'm not there and everything gets blown out of proportion because jealousy is just so rife. There was one where I'd... I think we were chatting in the day and then suddenly you kind of stopped chatting to me. I was like, okay, that's cool. And you didn't really say what was going, what you were doing. You just like stopped chatting. Oh, typical, and then yeah. like later on in the evening, I saw like a post <laughs> of you in a shopping mall with like another Filipino guy, like an attractive Filipino guy. This guy's he gorgeous. He was not attractive. Slick hair. No. Like earring. The thing is, I, I'm, I didn't find him I mean, I know the guy now. He's beautiful, man. Lovely, man. But the funny thing was like, I got so worked up about that because she'd been quiet about the whole day and then suddenly I see these pictures of her like in the shopping centre. Because I wanted to be present. Out. Well it turned out well no, it turned out that you were you were picking up a family friend to come and stay with you guys as a family. Yeah, because it was rude to me yeah, for me to stay. And then stay you're going like shopping with him. So it's like 
for my in my head it just went completely out of context of all the things that you could be doing and I saw this picture of you know with a Filipino and a gorgeous Filipino I was like oh crap (laughs) oh my goodness no what's going on and then like you have all these questions and it's just yeah it's a stabbing one every time yeah it does it stabs you in the heart as well even though it doesn't it's not supposed was to any, be. Was there any times that I made you super jealous? There, darling, there were many times. You don't even need to ask these questions. All right. I was very, very paranoid. And because I was really, re- not relying on him. Yes, actually, it was, I was relying on him for my happiness to a toxic point. Well, we both, yeah, we both were, yeah. And so every single picture, every single text, you know, I was always, always on his, like, oh, on his back, like, who are you with? What are you doing? Where are you going? I do remember that, yeah. Like, you just get these texts coming in exactly those ones. The who, what, when, why. Like, you should be finished by now. What are you doing? What are you doing? And I didn't want to be that girl. You know, I didn't want to be that woman. But I couldn't help myself. I just became it. Mm. Because, yeah. You don't realise. And then these feelings come from within and it's like, yeah you are start asking these questions and then it shows lack of trust and all these things and it it starts building real issues and then there's this thing where you almost want to kind of it's like a an eye for an eye where you're like okay well he's oh, yeah. having yeah. he's having a good time so gonna and go he's gonna yeah, you know hang out sure. with all the other girls so i should just and do you the start, same you start totting up you're like so he had that one time there and that other time there and she had that time so I need to make sure I, I have my have time while I'm like hanging out with someone. When it's, yeah. not re- it's not even it's... what you think it is. It's a completely different uh, but, side so, of it. But you it, you don't know that, but you just want to get even. Jealousy somehow. was one thing. But I tell you what, the thing that killed me is... So we were... This was a time when we were from Sirencester and London. It's during college. So it's a very, very busy time. Um, you're doing, doing your A-levels quite a lot to learn it's quite tricky there's a lot of kind of homework and coursework and stuff parties to do. and parties <laughs> but then you've because we're in this relationship we're kind of every single weekend or every other weekend we're oh, yeah. we're going on a train on the bus to go and see each other mm-hmm. which is amazing we got to you know to meet up in london and meet up in sirencester and just be with each other for a weekend for two days but every single time that brings what i kind of call just the leaving feeling and it's this feeling of I don't know. It feel it does feel like heartbreak every single time you say goodbye, because you, you you know that you know you just see them leaving on the train tracks, and it's that classic like train track thing. We just watch the train go, <laughs> and then every you just feel this like that sinking sucks. feeling inside, and it it sucks. And the issue is, you know, every single time, every two weeks, it's coming round and it's coming round again, it's coming round again, and you just start anticipating it. So it ends up being that even on the Friday when we're about to go and see each other. I'm already anticipating the leaving feeling and I don't mm-hmm. want it. Did you get that? And because, yeah, so even when we haven't seen each other, we just kind of knew that I was going to leave at the end of it. So, like, it almost didn't... We didn't want each other to come so that we didn't it, yeah, have I mean, to it, feel it that emotion. It almost got to the point that it was just like, we, lit, we need to be with each other because we can't take this leaving feeling anymore. Yeah. And not only was it the leaving feeling, it was the... The t- like travel brings so much. I think it makes me really tired. Yeah, it brings it's a, a lot. It's really exhausting. Thing. And so for, you're there, yeah, with, sixteen year old, yeah. seventeen year old kids with exams, and then you're traveling within that, 
and we I just remember being just exo- absolutely exhausted, like emotionally, yeah, but also so just... tiring. And because we were also arguing a lot because yeah. of you know the jealousy yeah, the that jealousy we had said that came before, in and it's just completely it's extra tiring. Plus, there's a pressure with spending time with your family as well, yeah. and spending time with friends. So that's right. Yeah, it's detrimental to so many things to to the the tests that you're doing on A levels, but also mm-hmm. your friendships and your family, man. Like, yeah. It's so de- it, it was detrimental for sure. Yeah. Because during college, I'd I'd moved to a new college, so at Tam, because she went to London, mm-hmm. and that meant there's the pressure of meeting new friends, meeting new people, and keeping in touch with them. Yeah. But like, how do you do that when you're traveling every single other weekend to go and you know? It's it's hard because all we could think about was each other, and it was almost like in in the non-negative way. Yes, it was tiring. But it was also a respite. When we did see each other, it was like a cathartic moment where cathartic. all the emotions just floods in yeah. and you're just like so happy that they're with you and you can just feel them and you can smell them and kiss them. <laughs> yeah. And though that, you know, that's, yeah, it's addictive. I do, but I look back on that period and I do feel there's guilt there within me for how I kind of treated my friend or the treating yeah. my friends mm-hmm. actually, there's so many cool people that I met at college but during that time I wasn't like you know they'd invite me to kind of house parties or they'd invite me to go and do stuff and every single time I was like no I can't like eventually they know, just I've got a girlfriend I've got a girlfriend I'm going to see her yeah. and like lots of stuff happens the weekend but because we're seeing each other you kind of have to say no to so many things mm-hmm. and then yeah then you get stop stop getting invited and it kind of it, you seclude yourself <laughs> so you, unknowingly, you even you, though you, yeah. Yeah, and then this FOMO thing. That was that was the word that was. I'm pretty Ooh, sure there's even this. FOMO. Pretty sure, yeah. Like that was the word that went around during college, literally. I mm-hmm. think it was like started during college when people started saying FOMO, fear of missing out. And so everyone wanted to do something. And we've got this balance where it's like, I want to go and see my, my girlfriend, but I also want to go to this house party or. I want to go and watch football with the lads. I want to go and play FIFA. And every time we'd be like, I don't have FOMO. I just want to be with you. And, you know, in the back of our minds, we're actually like, I wish you could come to my parties. I wish I could bring you, but you're not here. What was that time in London? Because I think for me, it's slightly different in the kind of countryside where I think people are more open to going to each other's houses. What is it like in London? Oh, yeah, so London is very different. I didn't really have many friends and the friends that I did have were living in different parts of London. So, you know, vast, far apart, basically. You just just don't go to other people's houses, basically. And so for me, that wasn't even possible. And it just became all the more harder for me to uh, imagine him and see him going to parties and being with friends when I can't do the same so as we said about eye to eye I can't go to parties but he's going to parties it doesn't seem like we're on equal playing field so I just wouldn't go to parties yeah yeah. and at the time I was just dependent on him making me happy as I said on a toxic level I was relying on him to ensure my happiness do you do you mind if I carry on reading that letter from earlier yeah go for it I don't You've Uh, already read it now. This (laughs) bit's maybe less cheesy. So she went on to say, all I can think about is you, my darling. (laughs) Oh, absolute filth. I can't do it. I am doing everything I can for you. 
I've been trying to find a job, no matter how humiliating or degrading, or and it's not what I really want to do. However, it is money. I just want to know why money seems to be the thing that <laughs> is controlling us. <laughs> I, I am on? a prolific writer. <laughs> can I just say? You, I mean, that is that it's beautifully is written. Award-winning it's letter. Beautifully that written, is. darling. Well done. <laughs> and my penmanship. Look at that. Look at. I could be with you right now. We could be together having the time of our lives, but there are always something. There's always something in the way. Oh, I'm know. going to the last. I'm going to make it through the last two dreadful years. Then we can be together as we promised. I mean, oh, I'll take that. Beautiful. That's, that's beautiful. If that doesn't strike, strike you in the heart, <laughs> I don't know what will. Right to the soul. I honestly wow. don't know what will. I guess that is just an example of how, um, yeah, that feeling of like we'll do anything for each other in that time and I was already working so I had started a few summer jobs since I was 14 and we moved to London and I definitely knew I needed to have a job we both needed to work so we could pay for tickets to see each other we needed to buy tickets and that was literally what we were working for as you know children we were children at that age we were just making money to see each other to put on train tickets to put on train tickets and it was very i guess self-centered but at the same time it brought us enough of a what's it called like a it brought us um self-centered within us as a couple an experience yeah An, an experience that was almost too good to pass like yeah. a like, job experience practically having a job experience though we were doing it for us actually is now really beneficial does that make sense kind of so anyway. you're saying that the experience of the relationship was the thing that you're focused on not getting experience from the job yeah and that meant that your kind of job experience was you weren't really appreciating the actual job experience yeah. you're getting yeah. oh, i get you okay yeah that's yeah. true it was just that was the main that was the focus of everything mm-hmm. and that meant this kind of dependence was built upon each other where we just every single thing was about the other person and this dependence just yeah just kept on building kept on building kept on building and when you're so dependent on someone and then as soon as you have like a little argument or something where you're you can no longer contact that person for instance the, the move to Scotland where we had we basically didn't have the access to the internet as easily and we were both way more busy. So there's way less time to contact each other. So when you go from having full dependence on someone yeah. to then suddenly it's stripped away, straight away, and you're mm-hmm. kind of further apart from each other. Yeah. It gets like... Disgusting. It hits you hard, eh? Yeah. There were some proper difficulties there. Really, really hard. For me, because I had started my gap year. Gap year. I started my gap year. And in London, as I mentioned, I didn't really have many friends, more acquaintances. So I was more than happy to leave them behind. I wasn't really keeping them um, for long term. I knew that. Oh, by yeah. It was yeah, quite sad of me. But anyway. <laughs> but then when we moved to Scotland and I started my gap year, every single one of us, or at least my gap year, my gap year people were in the same boat where we didn't know each other. So we had to be friends and we were learning everyone's names and everyone who worked in the same place. It was an exhilarating time. Everyone 
was new. So it was so good to be in a place where you can almost find your roots, fresh yeah. roots, plant your fresh roots. At that time, I'm on something. the I'm on the training course, basically every day doing something that's pretty exhausting. Um, I don't know, like going for a really long hike. You're having fun. And then having fun, but like physically exhausting. So when I get yeah. home. I don't want to be bothered to try and like find the one spot in the corner of the room which has signal to try and call you. <laughs> it's just like I can't be bothered yeah. because I'm so exhausted. So then this yeah. like creates just distance between us, doesn't it? Yeah, we, there was Not a time, just the longest time distance. we haven't seen each other. So when we were in London and in Sirencester, we would see each other about every two weeks. Three weeks was pushing it. But every two weeks we would, one of us would either go to... So I know it's probably a lot of people thinking... We're in a long distance relationship and we don't see each other for a year. So like you guys are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Keep I mean, fighting. You guys are. are we were fortunate enough to, we would see each other fairly often. But mm-hmm. like when it was Scotland, it was what, like three I months or something. I can't if we, we had a time difference, that would be. It was like three months you that we didn't guys, see each kudos. other for. Yeah. From going to having like this full dependence. Mm-hmm. So then we were, yeah, we were both busy and just tired all the time. Yeah. But here I was in my gap here I was learning I was learning to be more dependent on myself and I had found uh, during that time I had found God and I Mm. had found my identity in him as opposed to my identity as Matthew's girlfriend yeah and I had moved on from him providing my happiness constantly to God showing me where I can truly find happiness. But I didn't quite get the same boat until yeah. a few months after. So as we mentioned in our story on the in Fair Verona, we basically got to a point where we were very almost breaking up. We very almost had a had mm. a breakup. It was very emotional, lots of tears. But through that difficulty there was so much learning about how, as you just yeah, as you just said, not being dependent on each other. Or solely on each other, but finding other things and other people and God to be dependent on. Mm-hmm. And that really, really helped us. Yeah. So I think... So we, we're were, now, we were growing uh, different branches, very different, far yeah. away from each other. And I was going one way and he was going the other way. And so we were, you know, sending each other letters and keeping each other like, how are you? How have you been doing? A very, very surface level chat. Whereas there is this hidden, but, like underneath the, you know, the carpet, we were brushing down. Yeah. We were like, but we need to, so he so would be so looking romantic. At things, looking at things that yeah. were, that helped us through this, this difficult time. Letters was a, a really key thing, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we wrote letters. Rather than just, you know, the old text where you just, it's, it can be really surface. The letters got, they got a bit more romantic, a bit deeper, it's a bit more artistic as well, you know, creative. Not many people do nowadays, but. Yeah having something written in your own hand or just having the time to actually write something that takes longer than tapping a few letters on a screen yeah it 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 just has that bit more of a punch and i would say it definitely meant so much to me receiving something i can hold in my hand that wasn't for anyone else to see it's so weird that the difference between paper and a phone (laughs) i don't know for some reason like just having you know like paper in your hands oh one of the best it's, things as well. It's just to feel it. A, a little, you know, if you guys were thinking of writing letters, spray them with your perfume. <laughs> it may sound weird, but actually I've found that like my memories are so closely linked to smell. 
Yeah, I don't know if anyone else smell, has that. I was reading an article about it. It's like it is a it is a legit thing. It is that yes. people can associate really strong memories with smell. smell memory, yeah. So even like literally, what the letters at the box and this like smell of we basically had our own like perfumes, perfumes. that we'd spray on them that yeah. we used to wear when we were kids, and it just it like even now it, it floods you. back. It floods yeah. back so many memories. So we were just like sniffing these letters, <laughs> and I could. I can still smell him. <laughs> he still has uh, the same one, actually, because I, re I, I refuse you to have You request to make me have yeah, the same I always one. have. And you do as well, do you know? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's in our bathroom. Yeah. So it's like a smell you that only get we one have on special occasions now. Into <laughs> integrated within our memory. Smell is a thing that helped. How weird is that? It definitely does help. So I don't know if you guys haven't tried it. Write a letter. Before you write it, though, spray it first and then write <laughs> yeah because there's, there's one where it there's, it's all just like smudged so i couldn't even read it <laughs> yeah. but it smelled good so so there's a tip for you and there was a time helped. where i remember i leaving i left like a hoodie at yours or something and i wore it all the flipping time and, like, i just couldn't get it back you're not gonna get it back it's yeah. mine now <laughs> it's mine it's my property now yeah i guess there was also uh, I guess when we mentioned earlier about social media being a negative thing about seeing other people with the other person, it's also been a massive help. Yeah. Internet. Just like now in lockdown where everyone's, you know, Zoom yeah. and other potential brands you can use. Yes. Other brands are available. But like, you to know, everyone's on to see your face, family. You yeah, need to get on it. Yeah. So we had to do that a lot, didn't we? So we were definitely on it so much. Like us, we were square-eyed. <laughs> square-eyed. Yeah. Square-eyed in love. Square-eyed in love. Square-eyed square in love. Square-eyed in love. That's so cool. there you go. Those are the things that helped. And it definitely... What's this here then? Wasn't the easiest time. Have you cropped that one from... I did pick uh, this one no. out. This was one of Matthew's letters to me. And there's quite a lot of cheese. So I'll just get into the... I can smell it from bit. here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the perfume. It, it smells says, like flipping Wensleydale or something. Yeah. <laughs> it says, uh, yes, long distance relationships are hard. But to be honest, I don't give a beep. Because I know that however hard it gets, I will still love you. And you will still love me. So don't listen to what anybody else, to what anybody else tells you. We are going to make it. I promise you now, I am yours, baby, yours only, and you are mine. I will never let you go, I will never lose you, my darling, as you are my life, the reason my heart beats, and without you my world would fall apart. I need you. Man, do you remember the times we called each other baby? <laughs> you wrote me a song that had a whole oh, baby no, on don't it. don't do it. Please, can we sing it just now? Come on. <clears throat> do you actually remember it? My baby girl, oh, yeah. you, you are, are so, so beautiful. My baby girl, I love you. That's probably one of the most that when I, yeah, that's probably he one of the most embarrassing. He uploaded it on YouTube. Stupid, I put it on YouTube, and then like the whole school got a hold of it. So he deleted it. <laughs> I remember like an English class where one of the one of the lads in the in the school put it on the like projector. Oh and my I was there gosh. just like, oh, like mortified absolutely mortified to be honest but a part of me just times. believes it was that catchy. they were just jealous of what we no, had like, no I believe this I, you'd walk around school and people would be singing it yeah it was a catchy tune you were already as cheesy as it was a musician so, no I was back not. then that was 
it was it was a shocking song. But Absolutely I shocking. appreciated it, so Maybe thank we'll you try very and, much. We'll look back over it, see if we've got the lyrics Maybe somewhere. we can rewrite the whole <laughs> thing and have it properly produced. <laughs> what a tune. Petition to have Matthew produce petition. this song. Do not start that petition. Start this right now. Oh, man. So I guess I, that's a pretty, to be fair, mm-hmm. I don't know how old I was when I wrote that, but that's that's a pretty cool letter. I think what we're trying to say from this episode is that long distance between a relationship is is hard it's been the hardest part of our relationship but what it has done is it's built such a strong resilience and through that resilience growing time of our lives we actually grew as individuals though we yeah, relied on each other so important we actually had our own individual growth that we also can talk about we'll talk about in a different um, episode so just like just like as we mentioned with cultural differences, there's a lot of work to be done and you do have to work hard for it. It's the same with a long distance relationship. You've got to work hard. There's lots of stuff that's going to hurt. But what we're trying to say is it's worth it. It's definitely so if you love that person enough to put the effort in, then just do it. Mm-hmm. Because actually it's going to build a resilience that makes you so strong in your, in your trust to each other and in your love for each other. So. And when you overcome it, it's the best yeah. feeling ever. It's class. When we got married and we said the, we said the, you know, the IDs, I do's, yeah. I willed. Yeah. It was literally like my heart's weight just lifted. Oh. All because I felt like I had these, you know, chains. Yeah. I was dreaming something being, I couldn't of, attain. But then when we got married... We had just done it. All the dreams, all the letters, all the cheese that we've had to put up with were finally... Yeah. Yeah. It's real. worth it. It's so worth it. Mm-hmm. So thanks for listening to this one, guys. This has been the Bed Talks podcast.